Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to Swing Along. So, honey, how's uh, how's your week and a half been? <laughs> it's been hectic, busy. Lots of emails, lots of Twitter messages, just everything's blowing up. Yeah, a lot of life stuff happens. Your uh, your daughter went to prom. Sadly. Sadly. <laughs> Getting too old. Seems like we had a pretty hectic uh, schedule with Easter and everything. And I I actually had people on Snapchat messaging me, asking me if everything was okay because they hadn't seen anything. But for anybody that's on my Snapchat, if you know, um, it is very much about our sex life more and, and our personal. Like we, we po- I post when I'm at the bar and everything, but I don't have any friends or family on my Snapchat. It is strictly followers, fans, everything. And I mean, obviously the majority of my, my following are males and I just don't really, I keep the children separate from the Snapchat. I don't mind talking about them on podcasts because it's the whole reality of we are a normal family and outside of the family, you and I are completely different, but we have very hectic lives at time that everything just seems to sometimes roll in at one time. Yes, so um, I actually had to message them back and be like, everything's fine, but I had Easter and, and things like that, and I had people wanting to purchase the premium account, so it was very, very hectic, but we're back, and um, we've had some some pretty pretty kinky adventures over this past week and a half. I mean, we had, um, goodness, one of our girls came, another girl came back. They always keep coming back. <laughs> I think we have, we treat them better than most guys. <laughs> it's like having a fishing hook attached to them they can stray so far but they always get reeled back in they always and i get it they they they're not possibly into the poly which i meant to ask you this question and i'm gonna ask you and catch you off guard for all of our viewers but i have a serious question for you i have a serious answer would you ever consider having a poly family in what way? You're like, using the word family, <laughs> and when I think family, I automatically re- phase kids in that. I don't. Well, kids, no, 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 no offense. We have four kids already. Most of that, I mean, our, my, the youngest is nine, going on twenty-one. So he acts like it. <laughs> he acts like it, and we have a really great setup where we have our kids, you know, split time with the other parent. So, that it gives us more leeway. Um, but no, I'm I'm saying like. What if there was a girl, because we've, we've had the girlfriends and the boyfriends, but they are always such short-term, it seems, you know? You're um, talking more long-term, yeah. more serious. What if a girl wants to, and I say a girl more because I think it might work better for a girl. I mean, hey, if a guy wants to prove me wrong on it, that's fine. But I feel like, I feel like the guys are more territorial than a girl. That's the issue I'm running into. It's hard to find a... A boyfriend where, yes, it's mostly sex, but dude, when you take one of the girls out somewhere to hang out with them, like, cut, let's go to the bar with me, or let's go to the movies, or let's go out to eat, or let's go do something. It's very like they aren't, they can't find that happy balance. They either simply just want sex, they don't want to develop a friendship, which fine, then you're my boy toy, <laughs> or they get possessive in a sense, and it's like slow down dude you knew we were I was married you tend to get the I think the better end of the deal so it had to be a girl like let's just say a girl comes in better end in the sense that I feel like when a girl does come into our life or our lifestyle they already know what they're coming into where a lot of guys 
they hear the word swinger or they hear the word open marriage or anything along those lines and it could be just a random Joe Smo and he is oh yeah that's I probably could fuck that yeah where a woman you talk to her you tell her who you are you tell her what you do you tell her what you're looking for and what you're into if they're already open-minded to that mindset then they're going to come into it more with an open mind and not as pushy right not as needy right because they already know that you have to split time Absolutely. I just, I mean, I will say you have to deal with more emotional support for sometimes the girls than I do. But yeah, so, yes. You, you deal with more sexting. <laughs> which is all right with me. So, I would say, all right, yes, here comes a girl and um, she has had such bad luck with other guys. And she, kind of like the situation we're going through now where she kind of ventured off a little bit because some dude. Did. Some dude promised her the world <clears throat> and he failed after two days. Failed after two days, and she kind of ignored us for like the week and a half I, that she was talking to him. I will say they she, went on their date. She always answered me, but the communication slowed down. Right, it was before that. It was messaging all day back and forth. Right, even and phone now, calls, and then it turned into, "Hey, good morning." And then I, if I didn't reach out to her, I didn't hear much back from her because she was busy doing right. that with that guy at that point. Right, and then. Oh, he didn't fulfill what he promised. Yeah, it's like, oh, I had my date tonight. And then you ask how the date went. And it's like, it was okay. And then just things happen that now she's back to full-time texting and calling you occasionally. What I'm just saying is, is would you be open to a girl that maybe in that situation that wants to come into us and be like, look, I want to be in a relationship together. Let's, let you know, no kids. She doesn't have any. Let's move in. Let's live together. Let's do it. I mean, isn't that kind of the open relationship? No, I, I, I think open is more so you get to fuck whoever you want, I get to fuck whoever I want, as long you, as we're communicative. But don't, when people have that type of relationship, don't they have, like, sometimes a boyfriend or a girlfriend when you're in an open relationship? I mean, I guess. I mean, that's something, that's, I think, what you guys should just send us, why don't you tweet at us, send us an email, Help us answer this question. What determines an actual open relationship? What's I the say between poly and open. Because I think open is strictly sex. I don't. I don't personally believe so, but I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree, <laughs> right? On the podcast, we're going right to now. agree to disagree <laughs> on this one because I definitely think poly. Because that's why you all have monogamous and poly. Poly means more. You're actually in a rela- Maybe because poly, you're in a relationship with all three. Is like it, all three of you are in a relationship together. Yeah. Or all so four the girl would be in a relationship with you as well. Yes, but then, but that that would never work with a guy then. No, because I would not never bi. be in a relationship with a guy. Although so, I get asked quite often. It, so it would be like <laughs> a poly openness. <laughs> exactly. There you go. We're gonna make up our own term. We're poly open. How about that? We're poly open. Okay. I like that. Just, just like created, my whole more song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just created it. a new term. <laughs> so we actually had a... Copyright in that. Oh my goodness. We're going to need to do a lot of it. Um, oh my God. I'm having... I'm getting a video chat from someone that... Okay. How do, how do I end it? <laughs> I just... I would just hit like the volume button on the side of your phone. Oh, okay. There we see go. that does anything. Sorry, guys. Um, we, we we don't like to edit a lot in our podcast because we like to keep it as real no, as possible. So you're going to so. all of that. <laughs> yeah. Just like one of my favorite followers, the other... Um, he, I, he, I consider him more than a follower. He has become such a great friend and he's gorgeous as hell. Um, but he, our one podcast episode where we, we had the sirens go by... 
he thought he was driving listening to our podcast and he it scared the shit out of him because he thought that there was someone um, behind him. <laughs> yeah. I, I did hear you having that conversation. <laughs> yeah. That he thought he kept looking back trying yeah. to figure out where the ambulance. He was trying was. to figure out where the cops were. Um, so we actually had a Twitter follower reach out to you. Well, on our swinging along, um, Twitter, and you want to do you want to read it? Yeah. We're gonna keep him anonymous, obviously. So we're not even gonna give him a, an initial. No, absolutely. We had someone reach out to us, and basically, um. They followed us on Twitter. I thanked them for following us and the usual, uh, so forth. They reached back out telling us how they ab- absolutely loved our podcast. And it was very refreshing to hear people be open and trying to make what we do normal. Um, I thanked them again and asked them to please spread the word, share it. We want to make what we our tagline is we want to make this the new norm. Um, well, he informed us that we made it to the nice great plains of our country. Nebraska? Nebraska. Nebraska. (laughs) Look at that. Um, felt like that was pretty awesome because it's not local. Yeah, this is someone that actually found our podcast. So, our promoting everything and and you guys sharing it, we, we totally appreciate it because, I mean, this is something we really want to do. I would, I would love to travel, meet fans. I, I mean, who wouldn't? But I would really like to actually just educate people on sexuality and educate people on you know let's 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 get this you know abnormal shit out of our heads and whatever people choose to do let's do it you know um we were just joking around that we want to bring one of our peoples to a family event one day and i think you and i actually were talking very openly at easter dinner in code in front of our family i I did make mention uh, of a few things out loud in front of my family and i kind of got like a a turned eye look and but but i just didn't know where you're going with it wasn't like a stink eye or anything like that or an angry eye it was kind of like a oh you're gonna go there okay I, i guess i could roll with this um, but yeah, and he definitely went on and basically said that him and his fiance are now, it helped open lines of communication to diving into this lifestyle, no matter what part, whether it's being a swinger, whether it's being in an, in an open relationship or poly or cuckold or have finding that unicorn, no matter what part of the lifestyle you want to be in, it's, we're all like one big happy family. Right. So the fact that we were able to help them open up lines of communication just by listening to us and what we've been through and how we got there just makes me feel really good about what we're doing and hopefully we can just reach that many more people out there. And I'm sure he's going to be listening to this once so if he is. Obviously, we love the feedback. Keep it going. Oh, Let's yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're happy we can help. And, I mean, even in my Chatterbait sessions um, today, someone was talking about that um, – you know, I'm trying to convince my wife to do it. And I actually, you can never convince someone to do it, but I think men sometimes come off a little too strong when they're, when they're trying to maybe open up their wife, girlfriend or partners, you know, sexual exploration. I do generally think that I am an easy person to talk to because I have turned at least two wives into this, um, lifestyle and I don't want to say turn because I didn't force them I didn't like bite them and they turned into a vampire now I didn't bite them and all the, I didn't I didn't lick their clit now all of a sudden they're a swinger <laughs> I just think that 
I have a, a different approach to it. And I think that when they see another female, there's a softer approach to it. That's what you need to do. There's no, because there's no difference than when we're at the bar and you can pick up women way better than any of us men. <laughs> because you come I know. unthreatening. Oh, a and- guy comes as a threatening figure in a sense of, oh, he just wants to get me in bed. Yeah. Oh, he just wants to fuck me. Well, speaking about the bar, I guess we could announce that we actually made amends with our friends. We did. We uh we met up with them last week. Uh, uh Thursday, right, yeah, right before Good Friday. Thursday. It was a few days ago, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh the wife and our one good friend who kind of caused most of the ruckus. They they were really close. So the fact that it was between them really made it hard to deal with and hang on to. Yeah. So it was nice that they bonded and they talked he, about it. He hugged on to me and he was like, we need to talk. And I mean, I let him have it, but, and, and he, he took it. I had a little alcohol in me though. So I was probably a little bit more animated than normal, but he understood completely where I was coming from. And you talked with his brother and everything is all well in the world. So we're, we're actually, when you brought up Easter about when I, I gave you the side eye, cause I just wanted to, I was, I immediately had this flash in my head like, all right, we're going down this path. Here we go. We're doing it on Easter. (laughs) Well, I mean, listen, we love them dearly. And as what the one brother and partly the other brother did was a little bit wrong, it really did open up our mindset to how maybe we don't do everything perfect as well. And maybe we shouldn't just force this on people without giving them like a heads up. Right. Like, all right, so the one brother brought up a good point. Obviously, I was all over the girl at the bar. But when we were back at their house, he walked in, and you were nowhere to be found. And me and her were just full-fledged making out. And that might be a little startling to walk into when you know that that is a good friend of yours, and that's not his wife that he's making out with. But that's what I don't want. No, I I know, I know. I'm not saying they were right. Obviously, you're not cheating on me. I'm at the same (laughs) bar with you. I know, and I'm not saying they were right, (laughs) but maybe there are better, like, hey, guys, listen, we're bringing someone out tonight. Just know she's in our lifestyle. Right, exactly. So um, that's kind of where we're at. So all is well in the world. It might have been a little bit of a roughy you know, time where we were, you know, confessing to our friends and we kind of came out, not came out, but actually physically showed them in person, like, hey, um, and that, you know, we kind of went through that little rough patch, but we made it through and it was about a two week lull, but we made it through. So all is well in the world. I know he's, he's been messaging. Apparently I'll deal with it goes later. through mine too, because I'm <laughs> on the email account. Um, so yeah, so um, what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about two incidents or experiences not incidents two experiences um are we are we doing first initials or names i'm doing names with All these right, guys so we're gonna talk about laura and we're gonna talk about nick we'll start with laura because laura was quick <laughs> laura was quick and laura was shortly after david our first well, cuckold experience where you were kind of pursuing her during the david pursuit as well so Laura was our first female pursuit where we really learned what really not to do in that situation. But I'm not going to lie, guys, and you're I'm not saying being deceitful is is a good thing. I think it was more like a role playing, but real life role playing. It was kind of hot what we did. Yes, yeah, so we definitely went the role playing kind of way. I don't know if on purpose, but it definitely We did. I think you got nervous. The problem in this lifestyle and it's to no fault of anyone's there are probably 
10 women to every 85 men you can find. So finding women is not the easiest. Now, finding couples is a whole lot easier. You know, we're going back and forth right now with a few couples that we're interested in hanging out with. Oh my with, God, yeah. With drinks and I'm so excited. See where that goes. We have like dates scheduled for, I want to say, all this weekend. Daytime dates and nighttime dates with couples it, that, I mean, I'm, I'm fucking excited. I think we're going to have a full-flown uh, swinging... Uh, swinging um what like a expedition going on <laughs> if if you're honest with the people if you're real if you sign um, i'm not going to name any sites but if you sign i guess we've named it before but if you sign up for those legitimate sites you can find couples i'll say we're with, on sls with no problem we're on sls they're everywhere <laughs> but we also have paid membership and I think that SLS is one that definitely is better if you are a paid member. Um, we don't dis- we don't discriminate against people that aren't paid because I get it. We weren't paid for a while because we wanted to try it out. But once we became paid, I will say it was more of like the- other people in the community accept you more because you're you're serious about yes. it. Yes, and let's be honest, it's not like they ask a lot. You can get a lifetime membership for one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that's not, like that's. That's nothing for having it forever. Absolutely. <laughs> and you never have to repay, re-sign up. You don't have a monthly bill coming out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's actually a steal of a deal. That if you're serious and legitimate, you should be able to come up with, and at some point, if it's for you, make that payment and become a paid member. I will say, once we did pay, the floodgates kind of opened a little bit more for, I guess, we became more real to people. Right. And... We have a ton of couples that have been hitting us up. Obviously, a ton of single men. <laughs> because in our profile, we put everything we do and that we do everything. And hey, some of the single men I have been talking to on Kick and they've been very nice. I mean, hell, I have I have two I, well, I have two dates coming up. One is for for Saturday. Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, and I mean, that's part of the lifestyle and we definitely And sometimes keep- I get I get messages from guys who are like, "Oh, you must not really truly meet up with guys because you don't do it." I'm not saying I'm picky about my men, but I am picky in how you engage with me. Like, I am a sure thing. If I like you, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to suck your dick. But you have to... I know you're laughing, but it's true, is it not? But what do I always say? We have the one guy that I... Has our swinger kick that I've been talking to. Because you gave him the wrong kick. Um... And he said, he said, oh, I can't stop staring at your wife's tits of the picture I sent him. She seems very fuckable. I responded, she's absolutely fuckable. She's a sure thing if you're respectful, treat her right, and hey, buy her a drink. <laughs> it yeah. shows that you want to make a friendship with this person. I understand. And, and not I, just fuck them. Right. And then, I mean, the one guy was like... Oh, because I think we had said that, like, oh, just take her out for a drink or two. And he was like, so what, she only cares about my wallet? Buddy, I drink $2.50 Miller Lights. The most you're going to spend on me is $5 if you buy me two drinks, okay? <laughs> and are you are you kidding me, dude? I uh, mean, like, I, I pick, how many times have I picked up the tab for, like, our couple things we've done? Or even another guy, I took, I would ask him out, and I picked up the tab. It's all equal, but it's like... I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a little old fashioned. Maybe no, that's what's no, happening. Maybe I'm asking no, too much. You're not. I could go on all day about this topic, but <laughs> before I was married, when I was single, and hell, right now with our lifestyle, when I talk to a girl, whether it's for me or for both of us, if if it's just for me, if it's just a female for me to talk to and and date and hang out with, if I ask her out, 
I'm going to buy her a drink or two. That's what you do. It's yeah. just the way you live. That's the way well, when is. we went out with B, our, our threesome from like two, three weekends, three, actually three out weekends the, ago. Out of the two nights, we picked up the second night tab. And we paid for a couple of things the first night. Oh, yeah. We definitely bought shots. We bought some drinks. We picked up the entire tap the second night. Yeah, and we had alcohol for her Because we invited her to our, our place. Exactly. And we picked up the whole tab for that night. That's just what you do. It's not an insult. And no, nobody wants your wallet. Exactly. Like, no, it, no thank you, dude. <laughs> it, it, yeah. So she goes, hey, you want to buy me a car? Yeah, maybe she wants you for just your money. But no. Can you buy me a beer that's two fifty? Hey, let's maybe, let's do a shot. Oh, the guy. If, all right. So if I'm out with a girl, I'm obviously gonna want to do shots with her because I'm gonna want to get her feeling relaxed and comfortable, especially with our lifestyle. I'm gonna buy her a shot. There's, right. If she doesn't, nothing wrong with that. Ten bucks. Right. You know, most places a shot is five to six dollars per shot. It's no big deal. If it is a big deal, then you're just not meant to for us. I absolutely agree. So this. So we kind of got off topic, uh, yeah, which we, we always got topic. do. <laughs> so we're talking about Laura, and the whole problem with Laura was I started pursuing Laura while she was in the middle of pursuing David, and we didn't quite learn our lesson because we didn't learn the lesson yet. Finding a female in this lifestyle is not easy. I've been fortunate enough to find a few, but this was in the beginning. We were new. We didn't know what we were doing. We decided to go a similar route, dating website, didn't tell her I was married. He told her I lived with my sister. Q sister. <laughs> we went about this the entirely wrong. I guess you have to remember, guys, this was literally when we first started out. Right in the beginning. No, like nobody. We were scared to tell people. We were scared because we, we wanted these experiences so badly. So we were like, basically, Chris was going to try to fulfill my my cuck queen <laughs> um fantasy where he was going to obviously um be with another woman eventually bring her home eventually bring her home and you would get to listen correct so cue laura <laughs> and so, you actually talked to her for a little bit i will no, say you put in some work with her didn't we, you we hung out a few times we hung out all right so actually the same night you went and met up with a friend I went to her house. Actually, her mother's house. Right. We hung out. We spent a good three, four hours sitting on her deck, just talking. Things seemed like it went well. Made out a little bit. Right. I mean, obviously, you think it's going well. Right. Seemed like the night went well. Said our goodbyes, made plans again. Right. Well, that night got cut a little short for you. No, no, no. This is oh, a different that night. was the first night? Yeah, this is the first night when uh, I met up with her after work. Oh, that's right, 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 right. And I was talking to you on the phone, and you had to go out with a friend. Oh, that's right. I did. I went out with my girlfriend, yes. and I thought it was so funny, because everyone was like, oh, what's Chris doing? And I was like, so, um... We spent a good three, four hours <laughs> on the deck talking, and we made out a little bit when, you know, I finally felt like I got the uh, hint that she was down. Right. Things went well. Had to go, said our goodbyes, texted her, made another date plan. This time I was going to go to her house. That is the night you're talking about that got cut short. It is. So I had actually met a guy that actually knew that, because I remember I learned my lesson from David. So this was almost immediately after. I had met a guy who knew I was married. and but, he, By the way, as I said, because I, I said we didn't learn our lesson from David, Laura, 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 <laughs> already oh, knew, thought I lived with my sister. So there was no coming back from that. Right. So when you, cause you, like I said, you put some work in with her, yes. you were talking to her for a little bit. 
um, this was probably, this was maybe two or three weeks before um, the David incident of, of actually us having that experience you know, the actual cuckold experience. And so we couldn't come back from saying, oh, by the way, my sister's actually my wife and I'm in this relationship. We kind of just went with it because she she wasn't looking for a relationship relationship. No, she, she was looking, looking for someone to have fun. I would never... Friends and benefits. Right. I would never do that to a girl that would be looking for a relationship and then, you know, we go and deceive her. Absolutely not. Well, now, think time, years later, we're open to everybody. So we tell them the truth right from the beginning. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, I had met up with a guy who literally was just looking for a good time, and he was not into the cuckold. He 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 didn't know how he would feel about having sex with me in front of you. So we kind of de- uh, determined he would be like an on the side play thing, basically yes. when you would go with Laura yes. or anybody else. I would. So that night I had gone to his house. We had already gone on like two or three dates. We had made out, fooled around a little bit, never had sex. So I went to his house, which. Normally, I won't go to their house. Normally, I'll do like a hotel or something like that. Only because it's for it's like safety reasons. I'll we'll go to our swinger friends' houses, and I'll go to someone else's house if it's us together. But this was someone I'm brand new, and I went to his house, and he had made dinner, and it was nice house and nice dinner they made, and we had some drinks and we started fooling around. And I let me tell you guys. I have a meeting set up with one of the biggest BDSM dungeons in New York for next week. I um, have moonlighted plenty of times as a dominatrix. Um, I'm Even though I can be submissive in the bedroom, I'm more performance-wise as a dominatrix. I just feel more comfortable as that. Um, but I we have done quite a few things where... You've you spanked me hard. We've done a little bit of the the choking in a sense. I won't say like full full fledged choking, but you know what I mean. No, this the set erotic stuff. <laughs> this guy put David to shame with the whole smacking of the tits thing. He was like smacking hard, biting hard. He 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 was very very aggressive in in a sense that. It's not like he was trying to get me to do it. I was already basically showing him like, hey dude, I'm ready to do this. But he really was super, super rough. And normally I'm okay with rough, but I guess I wasn't expecting it because his personality was very tame, like very mild. And it freaked me out a little bit because he was like, I mean, at one point, you know, he he was just super, I can't explain it um, without it sounding like, because some guys like, oh, well, Karen, you say you like it rough. I do like it rough, but this was a different level of rough that I told him I had to go I stopped like in the middle of it I he kind of was like what the hell's going on but he he also had alcohol I remember it was just weird in his eyes it was probably the only moment in this entire lifestyle that I was a little bit nervous uh, which is probably why I do a lot of where I meet with you I meet them in a public place obviously um I you know left the house everything was fine it's not like he chased me or anything like that um, it was just a maybe a lack of communication on what he really truly wanted. He had asked me if I was a submissive. Um, I said, of course, in the bedroom. I, I don't mind being that. And he really took it to a different level that probably more so before I explored the whole submissive you know thing um, that I called you. And I was very like, oh my God, I don't know what just happened. And you were with her. Yes, I, uh, we made plans on the same day on, on purpose. Um, I went over her house. We watched a movie. Uh, we snuggled, you could say, on the couch, touchy feely, making out, making out here and there. 
she was all rubbing on me. Yeah. Everything seemed great. Uh, in my head, I can't prove it, but I believe that we were heading down that road of at least a blowjob. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, she was, honey. She I was definitely just like rubbing <laughs> on my crotch area. Um, get- yeah, no, so I definitely felt like we were heading, like, she gave off the impression that she was an oral fanatic just <laughs> from our conversations. And I definitely felt like that she was heading that route as touchy-feely as she was in that area, constantly making out with me, kissing on my neck. Right. Had me laying back and was on top of me. Right. Preferred that. You know, where if you're the guy, you're just laying there. Yeah. Um. Then my phone started going off. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, I've always told you. I was the epitome of a you, cock blocker. I, I, back then was a little different. Like right now, if we were to get a girlfriend, she would have, she would be very high priority. Right. So you always come first. Right. Because you are my wife and the love Aww. of my life and whatnot. So I excused myself. I stepped out front. I answered. You were all panicky about what happened. Um, so I decided that I was going to head home and meet you at home. Yeah. Which now that I look back at it, he did nothing wrong. Like when I said stop, he immediately stopped. He was like, what's the matter? You know, I just think there was miscommunication, which guys, what do we preach on here all the time? Communication is key. Yes. And you know what I mean? Like that is exactly what, what the reason why we are so successful in this lifestyle now is we learned our lessons, but the main thing is communication. So you kind of come racing home to me. Yeah, so I came, I, I went back in, I told her that you weren't feeling well, um, and I was going to go make sure you were okay and, and part ways that day. You know, I gave her a kiss goodbye. So, you left, you came to me, I was all like, eh, I probably should have communicated to do better, and then that was it. And so, you continued to talk with Lara. Yeah, we uh, chatted a bit more after that day. Then we tried to make plans another weekend. Yeah. We made plans to hang out. And when I hit her up, I got no response. Hit her up a little bit more, got no response. Um, The whole weekend went by, didn't hear from her once. That Monday, I said, okay, well, listen. I, I'm just going to put it all out on the table. And I hit her up and... Do you remember the exact wording she used? No, because you were talking to her. I just know I had to leave the house that night. <laughs> she comes over. I finally get a hold of her. She comes over. Yeah. And we're sitting on the couch. <laughs> and right. we made out a little bit in front of you. Yes. So that was the whole issue we had was she was supposed to be under the impression that I was leaving the house so that I could watch you guys. The problem was is that she literally was waiting for me to leave the house. Like, we were trying to make it where, like, oh, she went into the kitchen and maybe she went out the back door. But then she was like, oh, but her car's still here. Like, she was so observant. Yes. (laughs) Because the whole point was you were going to leave the door cracked and I was either, I was going to watch and and things like that. But you you guys were making out. and But she tended to stop making out with you if I walked into the room. Yes. Um, So you did finally leave. I felt like I had to. So my plan was, I'm going to leave. I'm going to drive a little bit away. Maybe, like, we had a corner bar 
uh, that I was gonna just gonna go to, have like a drink or two, and then come back and see if I walk in on it. You know what I mean? Um, and hopefully that gave you enough time because I didn't want to rush it. I wasn't gonna like drive around the block, you know. So I was like, let me just go to the bar and have a drink, and that gives about what twenty minutes to a half hour. You know, hopefully everything's still going on. Even if I don't get to see it, I know it's going on. And in the back of my head, like when I got in my car to leave, I was like, I'm going to need to bring another pair of panties because I'm already like so turned on. My clit was throbbing just from the thought of, holy crap, I'm I'm going to hear about it. He, maybe he'll take some photos if she lets him. You know, um, we even talked about a few times where like more for me having the phone on. Yes. And you so hearing you hear it. it. And so I'm like, listen, we'll make this work. Even if I don't get to see it, I'll get to hear about it. And it's like when I write my little erotica stories, hearing about it and reading about it is still just as sexy. But so I'm like, so I go to the bar. Ironically yeah. enough, at the bar, some some guy <laughs> saw me sitting there by myself and came up and was like, can I buy you a drink? And he's like, what's a girl like you doing at the bar by yourself? And I was about to say, waiting for my husband to get done fucking another girl. <laughs> No, and you know, and you leave, and I gotta say, something just felt off about that night to begin with. She yeah. was very distant compared to the other two times we hung out, especially the time before. Right. Um, And we're, you leave, not, I'd say 10 minutes goes by, and she's like, oh, well, I gotta go. I'm like, oh, okay. And, yeah, so I, I walk her out and I say goodbye and I give her a hug bye and she leaves and you come back expecting to walk into something and I'm just kind of sitting on the couch watching TV. Yeah, well, because I didn't check, I didn't bother to look at my phone while I was out. So here I am having a good time with some stranger who bought me a drink and he wasn't really too much my type, but he was a, he was a fun time. So um, I, I had seen your text and I was like, oh shit, that was like a half hour ago. Wait a minute, why is there any texting me? So I come back, I'm like, maybe... Maybe it was like just an oral sex thing or, or something like that. And I come in, you're sitting on the couch and you just look so disappointed. No, <laughs> a- absolutely. And she left and I didn't hear from her for about a week. I finally hit her up and just kind of put it all out there. And I'm a I'm the kind of person that believes in just being honest. Like, I don't understand blocking people unless they're creepy. Well, now we believe in being honest. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I understand. But, like, if you're not interested, <laughs> just be up front and yeah, say that. Yeah, she's always been like that. You've always been, don't beat around the bush. Or don't even ignore me, dude. Just be like, like, we've had some couples on SLS say, hey, um, we're not maybe too, we're a little too open for them. Like, which is kind of hard. You're on SLS to believe. Maybe it's just a bullshit thing. But we've also told couples that too. We believe in being very direct with them and saying, hey, you guys really aren't, you know, what we're looking for. Maybe you're too far away, you know. No, absolutely. Although that rarely happens. We're very open to all types of couples. And it it did definitely seem like uh, something was up. And I put it all out there for her. And she finally did hit me back. And... She gave off a hint that she thought we were married. Oh, yeah. And um, and I was just like, I, I came out, I was like, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> and I meant to tell you earlier, and we just got caught up, 
I hope you're not mad. She's like, I'm not mad, but I'm just not feeling that. And she was actually very receptive. Like she was like, I'm not mad. You know, I think your wife is beautiful, but that's just not something I'm into and it feels awkward. So basically, Laura, we never heard from her again after that incident. Yep, no. But she she, she vanished. <laughs> so like but maybe a couple weeks later, I had been I was back on my game. I, I took a break from the scarring of David. <laughs> And went back online and decided, you know what, I'm going to redo this dating profile and I'm just going to be completely honest in the profile of what I'm looking for and what it is, you know? Yes. So I got, you know, I put the profile together, told people I was in an open relationship. Uh, We're swingers. So if you're a couple too, I also put that we were looking for a cuckold experience. If you're not in that, I'm looking for a solo play. I think... 20 minutes after I created that profile, I had 130 messages and I had to, I literally look at every single message because I look through their profile, I look at their pictures, you know, I see if there's any sort of like, you know, connection, which listen, it's very hard to get a connection just by reading something online. You got to either talk to the person, no, meet them in person. You can get a feel for I can get a feel for are. who they are a little bit. So I messaged quite a few people and wasn't right away, but I would say a few days after that, after going back and forth with some people, um, Nick messaged me and I talked to him and I was instantly attracted to him, how he spoke to me. You know, he, he was, you know, nicely built. I mean, he went to the gym all the time, but he also liked to drink beers. So he had, you know, that going for him in a sense. So, but he was very, very, I was just very attracted to him and he was obviously knew about our relationship and he came right out and he told me that he was a single male um, and he wasn't interested in, you know, like threesomes with another male, you know, type of thing. And he was very nervous about actually having, having like, like fucking me and while you were sitting there staring at him. So and people get like that. They get very shy. Not for everyone. Yeah. They, they can't handle voyeurism. It's like, I feel like, you know, I don't know if the dude's judging me. Am I not doing it right? And we didn't want to run into that. So I told him not a problem. I would love to solo play. So me and him actually went to dinner and we, he took me to a nice place and, you know, we had drinks and food and we were kind of getting touchy feely and we went out to the parking lot. And I remember we like would not stop making out in the parking lot and just like very like grinding up on each other type of thing like he could tell I was horny like I kept pushing his body or pulling his body because he had me up against the car I just kept pulling him closer to me like you cannot get closer to me enough and without being inside of me right now I had had a a goal in mind here Nick didn't want the whole you physically watching him but <laughs> no, but then we came up with our own cockamamie scheme. We came up scheme. with our own scheme that you would be hiding. I have a heat. Well, we moved into our new house, so I don't have it now. But I had a huge walk-in closet, which I'm in the process of creating now. Um, but when we moved our other house, it was already there. Yes. So I we obviously didn't do anything that first night, and so he, we made arrangements for him to come over to my house, and we would just hang out and drink wine, and he you know, kind of agreed. And he would not stop, you know, 
sexing me and which I loved, you know, like he was showing me all this attention. I was doing the same back to him and you were kind of getting turned on how I would always talk about, about Nick, you know, like you were like, oh yeah, you know, and, and when you heard about our makeout session, Instantly I think you, hard. you and I pretty much had a great fuck session that night. So most likely. Yeah. Oh, and, and well, after we had our makeout session, I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm not ready to leave yet. And he was like, but I don't want to go back either. Cause he lived in, in PA, um, in Philly. So not far. And uh, I was like, well, let's go to a dive bar. So I took him to a dive bar and I paid for the stuff. And I'm like, still didn't weigh itself out because he took me to a really nice place. So I was like, you know, at least I could do dude is buy us some fireball shots. But we both had to drive. So we didn't get to have as too much fun at the bar as we wanted to. But so he comes over a couple days later. And I remember I had work. And I remember the whole time I'm at work everyone's like, because it was a Friday, oh, what are you going to do um, for the weekend, Karen? Any big plans? I'm thinking to myself, fucking A, big plans. I'm like... You only knew. No, not really. Just going to stay in, which I was staying in. And um, so Nick arrives after I, I get home from work and I kind of make sure everything's all set. And you and I had a plan. So right before Nick arrived, you had went into the bedroom. Yes. And the plan was that you would go into the closet and the closet would be cracked yes. and you would pretty much lay down the floor so you couldn't be seen or run the risk of falling over or moving because that would have been awkward. And you literally had a direct vision of the bed from the closet. You could have blamed it on our cat, but... I could have. Then I pro- he, he might have been like, oh, well, you want to like get her out of there? And I've been like... <laughs> No, oh, leave her no, in there. Leave her in there. <laughs> um, She's a bad kitty. <laughs> right. So Nick um, comes over, and we have a glass or two of wine. And I had told you, you would be able to know when we were coming up the stairs to come into the bedroom. Yes. So you were kind of just hanging you out. You were going to be flirty loud on your way up flirty loud and, and not acting tipsy because i didn't no, want it. No, no. some guys get turned off by that like well maybe she's not making any sound decisions i didn't want to ruin that so i didn't want you i didn't know how long me and him would be sitting there drinking wine for so you were up in the bedroom you were watching tv because obviously his tv is left on it's no big deal i could yes. have just left it on and me and him are having some glasses of wine and we go ahead and and we go ahead and we start making out well first of all when, we, when he got there he kissed me right away and you know we are cuddling on the couch and we're making out and it's getting pretty heavy again and it's so heavy that like I put my wine glass down and I just kind of straddled over top of him fully closed still but we are like passionately kissing like his nails are going into my back he's grabbing onto my ass and it is getting so hot and heavy that I'm like, all right, I have to get this upstairs because if we don't stop, we're probably, he's probably going to want to like do it right here on the couch. And how am I going to explain, no, let's go up to my bedroom, you know, like old school vanilla, you know. It doesn't have to be vanilla. Well, so I kind of, I kind of, you know, got up off of him and was like, all right, come here, come here, big boy, <laughs> in a sense. And he basically, um, I took him upstairs and I signaled to you through my loudness of coming up and I think I distinctly said I know I hope you're ready because I have been wanting your cock (laughs) since our date and that was your cue and I remember I I could have sworn I slightly heard you go into the closet but it was one of those things where I think because I was listening for it you know and all I kept thinking about my head was I sure hope he gets into this closet because this is gonna be real awkward you know what I mean 
Yeah, absolutely. So he comes into the room. I heard you coming. I skedaddled my way in there. <laughs> he comes into the room, and I immediately look over into the closet, and I can see that it's cracked. And, I, you know, me and him are making out, and he kind of sits down on the bed, and I'm, I'm kind of looking. And we had already pre-checked this to make sure you couldn't see, you know, from all different angles of the bed. Um, and when the closet lights off, it was pitch black. Oh, yeah. I just had to remember not to pull my phone out. <laughs> and me and him, again, we start with, like, the make-out session. And I am just going hard at it. And I, again, you know, kind of push him back a little bit onto the bed. And I kind of straddle on top of him. And I am, like, hardcore grinding, like, on his dick. And I'm like, oh, we got we to gotta get our clothes off here. So I kind of sit up on him. And he pretty much almost rips my shirt off. Like, he is just as horny and takes it off and uh you know I undo my bra and immediately starts sucking on my nipples and I remember the moan that I let out to this day because it just felt so different and it felt so hot and I was like pulling on a little bit of his hair as he's doing it and you know so we kind of like both get up off the bed a little bit because we're like you know what we both need to be undressed you know um get fully fully naked except I still have my panties on at this time and he kind of jumps across the bed and I have like a a thong bikini on and he or not bikini a thong (laughs) string thong on and he kind of like puts his fingers and wraps them into the the size of the string and he pulls them down and as he pulls them down right then and there he just starts going down on me as I'm standing there and I have my hand on his head and he is licking and sucking my clit that it is like throbbing and I remember he was down there and I looked over at the closet and I knew you could see me and I was just like uh-huh this is <laughs> this is happening I kind of gave you that look you know like seductive like yep and he's grabbing onto my ass cheeks as he's doing it and so he finally comes back up I step out of my panties and he lays back on the bed and I kind of like rub my um, nails down his chest all the way down to his cock. And I'm sorry, but you guys love your inner thighs scratched out a little bit too. And I kind of did that and he let out this moan, arched his back as he arched it, boom, mouth on cock all the way down. And I liked how he was like, he wrapped my hair up into his hand and he held his hand on me and he, he would push me down, but he wasn't like, get it girl which listen sometimes I like but it was like it was our first time you know what I mean and it was a different type of mood um and he was just pushing me down and down and I know you love the the gag the gagging noises so all the time I was definitely gagging on it in a good in a good way and coming up and he he actually forced me to come back up because he was like if you keep doing that, I'm going to come like right now. And I don't want to. So um, he kind of comes up behind me and he, you know, is kind of rubbing his, his hand like around my waist as he kind of crawls around, around me. And as he does that, he kind of leans a little bit on top of me. And he was like, so if I remember correctly, your favorite position is doggy style. And I remembered the, the way that we were in, you would have just seen his ass. <laughs> so I was like... Somehow I have to get this where I'm turned around. So I kind of stand up a little bit and I'm like, and I face him and I'm like, well, who doesn't love it from behind? And I was like, but let's do it standing up. So I went to the side of the bed where I could see you into the closet or not see you because I couldn't see anything. Um, And he stood up behind me 
and he slid right in and I probably came two or three times just from him being in that position and he was just pounding me and pounding me and I had to refrain myself from our previous cuckold experience to being like Oh yeah, you fuck me better than my husband. <laughs> Pro- he- <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm thinking of the one. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking that he was not. No, I mean he knew because he knew but... about it. And he doesn't, but he doesn't know that you're well, not you there. You could have said that, Dan. I could have, but I did. But I think what was getting you off was, I mean, he was big, and I was like, "Oh my God, you're so big, you're so thick. Oh my God, I need to come like this more," which is kind of along the same thing, which was kind of true. I mean, he was uh really big, and he gave me some pretty amazing orgasms, honey. I'm not sure you were. You gave me at that point. <laughs> well, I do believe you were making noises about it, so. I was. So, um, you know, literally powerful orgasms. Like, he is just spreading my pussy, everything like that. And so then we kind of change it up, and he lays back down the bed, and I just kind of flip. Rather than just do, like, the good old-fashioned riding on him, I flip. Because now you can see my ass because he's laying down and I am just slowly stroking his cock like up and down with, with, you know, riding up and down on him slowly. And he smacks my ass like a few times nice and hard. And as he, with each smack, I would go up and he'd smack and I would just slam right down onto his cock. And it was just so fucking hot. And, you know... at the, I'm sorry to, you know, those that are all about the cream pie and everything, but after I had obviously sucked on his dick, he had put a condom on. And surprisingly for a condom, I, I know desensitized you guys, maybe my pussy is just that good, but I mean, we probably went at it for a good 20 minutes and then he came between, the, you know, I sucked his cock and then the doggy style and and me riding his dick. I mean, he, he was like, I just remember him and his voice, like... I was on top of him, reverse cowgirl, and he dug his nails into my hip. And I don't think he meant to do it that hard because I felt him kind of like jerk back and he kind of loosened his grip. And he was just like, you know, I could tell. I, I literally felt a girl can feel your cock when your cock is big enough. We can feel like the contractions of it when you're about to come. And I could feel that. And I came instantly when I felt that. So we kind of came together. And, um, it was a good night. It was a good night because I kind of, you know, I rolled off his dick and we kind of laid there for a couple minutes because we were both weak. And um, I think he didn't really know what to do at that point because he's like, he knew I wasn't about the relationship at that time. You know, I, I talked to him that was just about, you know, the whole, let's, ha- I mean, hang out and be friends. But I think it was that whole, do we cuddle? You know what I mean? Type of thing. Like, do I, do I cuddle you now? Do I not? And I knew you were in the closet. And I was like, you know, I kind of got up and I I just threw like a tank top of my panties back on and I kind of gave him a kiss. I was like, you know, you're amazing. And, you know, went back downstairs and I let you come out of the closet, obviously. And, you know, we finished up our wine and he left relatively probably like 20 minutes after. Yeah. I come right upstairs and you are like half naked hard as can be with your cock out and you were like let me have you right after he just fucking had you and I went for round two (laughs) with you (laughs) so tell me like how did that like what is it like when you're watching like that in that situation the guy 
it's the guy knows that we're married. He knows that he's a fuckboy, but he doesn't know that you're there and you're watching this. And I, I was kind of, even though I couldn't see you, I was trying to eye in the direction that you were at. Like, how does that make you feel as a cuckold? Uh, let me, as a male cuckold. Well, that's a cuckold. All right. So the watching part, because you, you've got the watch, but not like that. Mm-mm. Um, I've usually part, It's no different <laughs> than if you're driving down the highway and you see a really bad accident. You just can't help but watch. But you get like instantly hard. But with obviously not with an accident, but yes. Oh. <laughs> no, I <laughs> with, meant like with with that. Yeah, I'm I'm hard right now talking about it. You are hard. We're gonna have to get busy after the podcast. <laughs> you know, it just it, it's an instant turn on. It's an instant hardness and the voyeurism of it, where especially kind of the kinkiness that they didn't know. There was something extra hot about that. Yeah. Um. It was kind of bad, and it was bad. It just it gets you instantly hard. You're instantly turned on, I and mean, there's nothing you can do about it because nine out of ten times, you can't touch yourself. A, no. That's our number one rule, anyway. That is. It's in order for you, if you're a cuckold and you're gonna have the true cuckold experience, you're not allowed to touch yourself. You have to sit there and you have to Un- endure it. Unless touched by someone else, like right. you, where. Actually, when I, I actually just made me think about it. It'd be great to be edged by you and just have that urge to come and not be able to while you're doing it. So you want me... Look at we're like we're like we're, bring, we're, we're bringing up a new idea. We're so brainstorming as you we You want here. me to edge you. Yes. Like I did the other day. Yes. Which you love. But a little bit longer. Well, obviously. Like really get it over <laughs> the top where I want to so die. So you want me to edge you really while another guy is fucking me. Well, no, you can do it before you get going. Oh, so you want me to edge you before he yeah, starts doing yeah, anything? Yeah, you can. You don't do it. So then you're gonna sit there, and then I'm. Stuck you know what I would probably there. do? I would edge you beforehand. Time me up. And then he would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know I know how to tie people up. You do very well. <laughs> um, you would want me to edge you, and oh no, I would edge you beforehand, right? And then he starts to fuck me, and I would probably direct you to come over to me while I'm getting fucked, maybe jerk you a little. Keep get keep it going and edge you even more, and you're not allowed to even touch you yourself because when I was edging you the other day, you would you would sometimes just grab at it like you or you would touch your like balls like kind of like to put the pressure on because you're like it's kind of the same thing when we edge myself like sometimes I'll squeeze my legs together like oh my god you know yeah you wouldn't even be able to touch yourself after that feeling I can live with that this sounds hot and I'm ready to try. We need to find ourselves another male, which we're working on right now. We actually have a waiting on we have you. Three, I have three or four people I'm talking to that they're the guys I'm you, going on the dates you with. Have to, you have to put that in motion. I can't put that in motion. Yeah, so I think we should look into that, and hopefully, I'll have a more. Uh, we'll have another cuckold experience to talk about, but a recent one since we learned everything. But I mean, so that was Nick. I mean, Nick. Nick lasted for a little bit after that. I mean, his schedule. He lived in Philly, but his schedule was so intense that we um we hung out one other time he came out for happy hour one time um and we had drinks whatever but that was the only time that we we fucked because I actually think he he found a girl shortly after because he had always told me that he was like look I'm into this because I'm very sexual which he is he goes but I am looking for a relationship on the side because he'd asked me how does this work I'm like you find a relationship then you just tell me that's it like hope it works out and enjoy the beauty of me i don't get mad (laughs) i'm the best type of girlfriend she's not clingy doesn't get mad and will not stalk you 
But yeah, so I think that concludes our uh, our our podcast this time about Laura and Nick. And I think we pretty much covered a lot of our very, very beginning experiences. And we can kind of start diving into our more experienced um, episodes. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even get to our, our emails we got from our, our viewers today because I really want to dive into Laura and Nick to kind of get those these were our beginner mistakes. This is what happened. Although Nick Nick really wasn't a mistake. It's just something that I think now, I mean, I I've never met a guy now that isn't not into you watching. Yeah. Um I never I haven't met someone that was like Nick. If I did though, I would probably tell the guy now. No, well, but he can like hide in the closet or about. let me call him on the phone while we're doing it. I'm waiting on that one. I know. I have a guy that wants to, you know, go out for some drinks and you know, us kind of fool around the car afterwards, which I totally told him only if I can record it on my phone for my husband and or call him. And he was like, hell yeah. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. No, we got definitely some things coming up. Uh, I know we're trying to make a trip to one of the clubs. Hopefully we were hoping this weekend. Well, this weekend, yeah, we're trying to go to Saints and Sinners on Saturday because we've, we've gone to them on Fridays with the single men and all the other stuff. But I think we actually want to go for the actual full couples and single girls are always welcome. So hell, if we got to get some girl and girl action going, it's still not a bad night. No, absolutely. And then you got the guy you're meeting up with for drinks. And, drinks on Saturday. Uh, we're actually going to hang out with B on Friday night because you guys are going to go get do yeah, we're getting girl, her, we're getting girly nails things, done. and I'm sure she'll come back to the house for a drink. Do you think she'll do a couple's massage with me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can <laughs> we? I wonder. Seeing each other naked. Well, when you do the couple's difference. massage, you get undressed in the same room together. Do you think like I could have like? <gasps> oh, I'm totally doing like a little bit of playtime before the masseuses come in. Uh, with her yeah uh, have fun. I will. All have right, fun. guys. <laughs> oh, so don't forget check us out on Twitter at. Swinging along 69. Yep, which is, um, if you look, I actually tag it on, on the episode so you guys can check that out. And also, send us um, an email. Send at, us an email at swingingalong69 at gmail.com. And that's we, pretty much it. We answer everyone and everything. Yeah. We, a lot of, we are a lot that of my Snapchatters. Real, we are that real couple that wants to bring this life with you, oh, yeah. along with you guys. A lot of our Snapchatters ask me, oh, what do you have planned for today? I'm like, returning emails. Like, <laughs> It's also for our sponsors, too, which we're working on right now, which I'm so excited, but I can't talk yet about. It sucks. But but until then, guys, reach out to us. You know, We take questions. Uh, Hell, tell us your, your sexy stories if you want us to share them. And we'll let us know if you want to remain anonymous. We'll keep you anonymous. And uh, yeah, until then, guys. I'm Chris. I'm Karen. Bye, my horny little devils.